0: Welcome to Breaking the Couch, a weekly conversation demystifying what happens in and behind the therapy scene to support your healing journey. We're your hosts. I'm Dr. Doughton, a licensed
1: clinical professional
0: counselor, a certified school psychologist, and a trauma specialist
1: with Playfully Psyched.
0: And I'm Dr. Joe Harchi with Soft Heart Psychology, a licensed clinical psychologist.
1: We're here aiming to provide you with mental health tools to address the cycle of generational trauma across the age span from infancy and childhood to adulthood.
0: For more information, visit our Instagram page of Breaking the Couch or our website BreakingTheCouch.com. While we hope you love listening to and learning from our podcast, it's not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional.
1: We're back and we're talking about anger. So this season of joy and love and all the feels actually, anger is one that might come up, right? And so... Let's discuss with the audience, um, just dive a little bit deeper in what is anger, what does it look like, if it's ever confused for something else, and what to do with it.
0: I think that is a great idea. Yes, I, I know that for a lot of people, including myself or with clients, I'm checking in with how it feels in the body. Yeah. Right. So I'll tend to kind of direct someone or ask someone to check in with what they're feeling in their body when they're noticing that they're feeling angry. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of where it starts. You know, mm-hmm. like um, for me, I feel it in my like heart space in my chest. Mm-hmm. Um, my heart races a little bit more. Um, there might be like some tension in my shoulders, but everybody's different. Some people feel it like in their throat or in their mind.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I love that, right? So you're putting that somatic experience, what's happening in the body um, to the emotion, which is so really helpful. I think it's also helpful to break down like where you first feel it versus where you feel it when it's the most intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the examples I always use, and I don't know why, I don't know what's up with my physiology or whatever, but I feel when I am at the highest point of anger, I feel it in my ears. Uh, so not the inside of my ears, but actually like the cartilage and the the skin around it. Cause they feel like they're getting hot. They feel like they're on fire. And so mm-hmm. people who know me well, and now throughout these podcasts will know, um, sometimes people say, I'll say my ears are getting hot. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is like the last straw cue that I may not be able to control the next set of words that are coming out of my mouth. because. Mm-hmm we are at that point. Um, and so I've, I've known about that for years, but uh, if I have to sit here and think about where do I first feel the anger? Cause that's not gonna be that first cue. There's all these other things happening in my body before I get to the ears. The ears will start to warm up and then they get hot, right? And so um, I think I'm feeling it in my hands. My hands are tingly. I might be more likely to ball my fists up. Um, they feel start to feel warm. Um, I might feel a little bit in my throat, my eyes, because I think sometimes it'd be frustrating for people when they have this experience, but sometimes if I'm really angry, feeling a lot of anger, I might also cry.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: not the like mm-hmm. ugly cry, but it's the uncontrollable my mm-hmm. eyes are watering and water is coming from my eyes. So those are things that are gonna be happening before my ear, before I would notice my ears getting hot. Um, So just kind of that progression of what that looks like or feels like in your body is more appropriate. And then also helping to distinguish when is it anger and when might it be something else, which I think is a much harder task for people because it's probably less familiar.
0: Absolutely. I think, thank you for pointing out the progression. That is such a good point, especially if we're trying to sort of track or notice mm-hmm. what's going on before, I guess, to the point of heart racing or um, for you, warm ears, um, totally yeah. makes sense. Um, and as far as like, what else? I think it's tricky because I heard for so long that anger could be on top of, I think I heard like, several years ago in a clinical psych class in undergrad that like anger could be on top of fear or sadness and I was like okay I could roll with that like I don't want to have anger that sounds great I'm always sad or afraid when I feel anger that's great then I come to find out like no that's not true sometimes anger could just be anger sometimes anger could be frustration I'm not feeling heard and I start to feel angry about and that's okay like that's Mm -hmm is what that is. Um, but I think because of different pieces around socialization, I think uh, certain, uh, I'll just say it like white privilege, right? I probably have this, I do have this experience where if I'm experiencing anger, that's more okay than someone else,
1: Absolutely. supposedly
0: per society.
1: Absolutely, and so, yes, anger, you know, the way I look at it, anger really is a secondary emotion most of the time. It is most often, uh, ma- like, the anger that's allowed to be put forward in certain groups um, when other weak or more vulnerable emotions are at, under the surface. So you, you said sadness, fear, rejection, disappointment, isolation, mm-hmm. frustration, right? So it's not just the two, it's a lot of those emotions that we tend to think of. I started to categorize them as strength emotions and weakness emotions mm-hmm. or weak emotions. Not that I believe that, a mo- right. that any emotion is strong or weak, but the perception in our society is that if we think about it, right? So those are who are joining us and watching on video, um, right now my, my, you can see that my shoulders are kind of slunched over, I'm like sitting down. This is usually what we think of when we think of sadness. If you think of it as small, it is like you're weak and vulnerable, someone can hurt, oh, someone hurt you, right? There's this little vulnerable thing that is a weakness, right? Uh, disappointment, rejection, all of those things feel like they're these small things that are kind of, people look at them as weak, right? Mm-hmm. But when we say anger, Right. The chest puffs out, Mm -hmm. the shoulders get broad, right? Things are happening in your face. All these muscles are being used. Actually, you use more muscles to express anger than we do. So some of the other emotions, right? So it's a big emotion. It's a strength emotion. We we tend to identify it with a masculine to it, a masculine Mm -hmm. trait, this like Mm -hmm. big thing, right? And so for some groups it's a double-edged sword because as you said white privilege basically tells you that you can experience all of the emotions mm-hmm. right and white privilege in the form of a white woman or white-bodied woman right also you can experience a lot of emotions the only the main one that like will give you problems is your hysteria mm-hmm. like a hysterical mm-hmm. woman right that's a whole different categorization um but there aren't Emotions that I can think of right now that are gonna cause you bodily harm.
0: Mm-hmm. You can
1: express these emotions and actually some of the emotions you can express will lead to bodily harm of marginalized groups, especially racially marginalized groups, right? However, if we think about anger from the perspective of race and gender, we know that there is this term, when we think about the black community, the angry black man, angry black woman, right? So Mm -hmm. anger is as acceptable as it is unacceptable for these communities. Anger is thrust upon you that even when when you're not smiling, when I'm not smiling as a Black woman, someone will be more likely to assume that I'm angry or something is wrong with me Mm -hmm. than they are that I'm just existing, right? And at the same time, when I say something to express a confusion Mm -hmm. or um, anything other than uh, agreement, I'm automatically angry, right? So they're pushing an emotion on me that I may not be feeling. Right. That also helps uh, prevent a lot of Black people, a lot of people from marginalized backgrounds from being in touch with their anger because we've been told we're not allowed to be angry even when anger is completely inappropriate emotion to be feeling at that time.
0: So racism continues to be this oppressive gaslighting experience where, yeah, yeah. I could see that just being so shitty, yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And And dangerous. And -hmm. dangerous,
1: exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Not being able to to fully express the full breadth of the emotional experience. And Mm -hmm. then knowing that if you do, there may be really harsh consequences wow. um, for having that, right? And so I think, so I know that sometimes people from mar- racially marginalized backgrounds have a hard time discerning. Uh, everything is either anger, right? A lot of things are just I'm angry at this. I'm angry at this. I'm angry at this. And sometimes it's accurate and valid. They actually are angry in, in those things. But sometimes it's just, it has been that. Well, I'm not allowed to be sad. Hmm. Sad is weak. Sad doesn't get the job done. Sad mm-hmm. isn't an emotion I've been allowed to feel because when I cry, they ask the white girl if she's okay.
0: Wow,
1: right? No one listens when I'm crying. No one mm-hmm. cares about a black woman's tears or a black man's tears. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about that. That's not gonna. That's not gonna push change. Anger will push change, right? So, I, and this is not, I'm saying this and laying this out in a cognitive way, but when you have decades centuries in a lifetime even for one person of being uh, indirectly told that your sadness your frustration your hurt your rejection your isolation your discrimination your oppression all those things don't matter but Mm -hmm. we will we will we will do something about your anger now may not be something good we're going to do right We may, we may shoot you. We may jail you. We may. uh, Look at our
0: field, mental health. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Right. We may um, have you committed, hospitalize you. We may take your job away. We may take your children away. We Mm. may sexually assault you. Like all these things may happen, but we're going to do something. We're going to, we're going to acknowledge when we see you angry. Right. Because then we're going to say we're afraid. (gasps) You're Mm. overreacting. We're afraid of your anger because you beasts. Right. Nice. Um, and so we bring i bring that up as you were saying as you were talking about is that i think it's important for all groups to be able to uh parse out and sit with am i angry and is it only anger right C- can i make room for my sadness mhm mhm um i was recently in a really bad car accident um And without giving too many details, right? There was myself and there was a white woman. Um, My car was visually way more damaged than her car. Mm. Um, Gosh, I know where this is going. Oh, gosh. Um, Mm -hmm. And where do you think Mm -hmm. the police, the, the fire trucks, where do you think people went first?
0: This is bullshit. Yeah. I already know. Yeah. They
1: checked on her first. Oh.
0: Uh, Dr. Dawson. Oh my gosh.
1: They checked mm. on her first, her safety and yeah. her existence first. Um mm-hmm. why is that? And I was the only, you know, you know, if we say mm. people of color, I was the only person of color. I was the only person from a marginalized or racially mm. marginalized background at the whole scene um, until like the tow trucks came, right? Um, Hmm. But that was an interesting thing that probably, even uh, with that person, right? um, Everything happened to her for her first. Not saying no one ever came over to check on me, um, but, why it, it was a curious thing and why would you go to the least damaged car
0: that's not church. curious you're yeah that's not curious mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's racism again being super dangerous mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so with I know that, you're, yeah go ahead okay.
1: mm-hmm. well and with so with that right i felt a lot of feelings
0: yeah
1: right um and there's a, more more to it but Anger was for sure one of them, right? Like what the, and disbelief, confusion, isolation, sadness, absolutely, of like what just happened to me, fear, all these things, right? Um, All of my emotions were valid. I didn't show any of them. Hmm. It wasn't safe for me to show any of them it wasn't safe for me to tap into any of them. This is one of the first times I may have been talking about this. Yeah, People in my life don't even know that this just this happened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I'm asking our listeners, our viewers, to do is to sit with these experiences that you have and allow yourself to parse through the different emotions you could be having in addition to, alongside of, of or instead of anger. Right, all of them. All you could be more than one, and it's okay for you to have that emotional experience. It's okay for you to reflect on that with yourself, um, and explore that. And you need it, and you're deserving of it.
0: Yeah, thank oh. you for sharing that and the affirmation that somebody is that you listening are worthy of that space. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, as are you, Doctor Downton. Like, what the hell? Yeah. I can't say we're surprised, but this is so damaging. I don't know. Dangerous. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know that your brain is okay. I know that your body is somewhat okay, right? Like, but they didn't know any of that. They have no clue. Those mm-hmm. kind of accidents can really hurt someone's brain or body.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wouldn't know, right? And so I think it was one of those uh, subconscious Reactions. I don't. Maybe. Maybe it was overt, but I. I just think it was one of those. Well, where do we Mm. go first? Who, who is going to be more vulnerable and deserving of care? Mm. Not. Not that person. Of course not that person.
0: Mm. Even
1: though, yeah, it was so many layers. Like even though my my car was the one like still in the middle of the street, like still the one in the most danger. Literally, when I finally did get out of the car, they were like, "Oh, be careful, because you could still get hit." Like. Looking, they're like, you don't want, we don't want you to get hit again, you know. Like, um, and so it's like, well, clearly my car was the most damaged and the most still vulnerable state, but that wasn't the one that you came to first. It was just an interesting, wow, right? Um, so with that, you know, kind of, we we do have resources. I know you had talked about this a little bit offline. Um, but I actually have a meditation to help people kind of explore their anger to guide them through that a little bit, um, on insight timer. So it could be really helpful for people who, you know, if accessing, um, an auditory meditation is something that's good for you, you could do that. Um, we'll put the link to that in our show notes.
0: Can Um, I just jump in real quick about that? Absolutely. Okay. That is my favorite part of our talk on anger. Um, besides the fact that, um, all the the different things that we talked about anger around. Um, One of my favorite things is that meditation. I go back to that personally. I share it with my clients. My Mm -hmm. clients love it. Definitely, definitely think about checking it out. Um, You know, even when you're not angry, right? Or not experiencing anger, I should say. It's a great time to check it out then because when anger does arise, we can kind of have some understanding of where to fall back into or what to to kind of do to tend to our needs. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, it kind of goes back to like, I always, the best time to do most of these things that we talk about, most of the resources that we try to provide is usually when you're in your common state, right? When you're in your comfy, cozy body. Mm-hmm. And we get it um, that You also need things to do when you're not in that calm state, but it could just be really Mm -hmm. helpful to give your brain brain and your body an opportunity to practice um, and explore when it's already settled, right? And, And that way you have those resources more readily available at your fingertips when you are more elevated.
0: You don't even know what you're about to see when you when you tune into this meditation. Seriously, like I said, it's one <laughs> of my favorite tools for anger.
1: That's so awesome. I'm, I'm honored that it is a popular mm-hmm. one for you and, it, and that it's helpful. You know Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I hope that other people are able to get some of the skills and resources and healing that they need from it as well. Um, While well, it's posted. So I've enjoyed this conversation, right? Just being able to talk about that, mm-hmm. give people yeah. a little bit more room to to, to be and feel, um, and also to validate anger when, it's, when you have it, you know? Um, we just don't want you, we just also want you to make room for any other feelings that may come up alongside it, because um, it's okay to be angry and,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: angry and whatever those other emotions are. Um, like have that full experience. So we can, you can find us on Instagram. Um, we just calculated that we are more than halfway done with this season. So just a few more mm-hmm. episodes left, and then we will be completely saying goodbye to Breaking the Couch and everyone who's listened. And we want to thank you for your support. So we'll figure out something really special to do in that last episode, right? I'm sure. Uh, But until then, find us on Instagram, check out our website, leave a comment, fill out the survey, get a book from the bookshop, you know, give us a last little bit of of 10 cents to help finish producing the last of these episodes. Keep those local bookstores up and running, especially during the season. They deserve it.
0: Um, And we will. Great the insight timer meditation at its highest rating yeah yeah give Mm -hmm. me five stars yes (laughs) don't rate it if it's not five you don't Don't bother
1: exactly Mm -hmm. yes it's a shameless plug let's yes absolutely yeah you don't have to (laughs) yeah um so yeah and we will see you next time
0: if you are looking for a therapist for yourself or your child, you can visit our websites, playfullypsych.com or softheartpsychology.com.
1: We appreciate you joining us this week and can't wait till there's another opportunity to jump on the couch with you
0: next week.